This is issue 5 of Paradigm Academy, Grand Illusion. On the cover, the team is seated in front of an elaborate puppet show stage as the events of an alien invasion play out. The puppet show stage door hangs open and we see a long, flowing, brightly colored cape. The tagline reads, Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. first panel shows the smoldering skeletal remains of Flower Girl, as the rest of the group looks on in horror. A group of metallic-skinned humanoid aliens stand shouting in a gibberish language that no one understands with rifles leveled at the teens. What do you do? I'm going to hop off my jaguar. All of them are going to disappear. And as I hit the ground, I'm going to completely reshape my body into like the fully corrupted, like magma night sun avatar kind of creature. And I'm going to use my flare called worship. You put out a tremendous display of your might. Spend one burn to awe an, uh, an audience into silence, respect, and attention when you unleash your powers. And I am transmutifying my body. So I'm going to do that and I'm going to turn to face them and uh, I'm going to unleash my dark power and I'm going to eat their fucking souls. So yeah, uh, unleash your powers then? Is that it's an eight. market condition or I'll tell you how it's unstable or temporary? I'm going to mark angry. Any of them that survive are going to be like really, really freaked out. You distinctly note that you did not actually consume any souls. There were no souls in those bodies. Huh, damn. But I, like, I ate their vitality. No, there was no vitality there. There was no life there. What the hell? Then what are they? Shrugs in GM. Hammy, do you know anything about this? No. I, 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 he, he's still, like, shocked and mortified by um, the skeletal remains of one of girl power. Well, are they affected by the, like, worship? No, they just exploded. Oh, they just literally, okay. Well, then I'm going to stand over dead body, dead girl. I'm, I'm sad that I made that joke. I made myself sad. And I'm going to start calling for night sun. There's no response. Like, I'm just like, I imagine that I'm literally just standing over her body and I'm just like in the full shifted thing and I am like screaming. Like, I know you can fucking hear me. You all watch as a dark figure emerges from an alleyway next to the hospital. What do you want, child? Bring her back. That is not what I do. You're supposed to be a god, right? Bring her back. Yes, but the god of death. I do not bring life. I take life. Are, are we just okay with this? Then let's make a deal. Color me in three. You bring her back and and I'll let you in more. It is a tempting offer, but I would be going against everything that I stand for. I will give you this, though. That girl is still very much alive. What? Are you sure about that? And he begins to fade. See you soon, Queen. He's kind of the god of death. He knows He knows what's dead. I'm going to walk over and I'm going to put my hands on uh, the skeleton. 
Does it feel like a skeleton? Your hands pass through what looks like an illusion of some kind, and you feel flesh beneath it. She's okay. I think you and I have very different definitions of okay. Well, let's get moving then. Standing around's not going to help anything. Wait, can the rest of us still just see a skeleton? Yeah, the rest of you see a skeleton. And Quinn and Quinn's hand on, on the skeleton. We can't leave her here if she is there. Um, Riot Girl, you want to pick her up while we go? What? What? Yeah. Yeah. She's still alive. Was she, like, teleported or something? Because that's just a skeleton, Quinn. It's an illusion. It's not real. I can, if you, you can feel it. You can feel she's still alive. She still has skin. If you touch her, you can feel it. Can I try and, like, dispel this illusion? You can unleash your power. That's a six. Sir, do we have any team right now, or are we totally out? You used the one team earlier to use cool psychic jaguars and jump across the bay. Worth. (laughs) Charlie, you reach out to try to control... This isn't something that you have control over. This isn't like a psychic illusion. This isn't... This isn't magic. This isn't... This isn't something in your wheelhouse. This is something totally different. Okay. Look, Riot Girl, Glam Blip, whatever the fuck all your names are, stay with your teammate. I trust Quinn that she's alive. Stay here, protect her. We need to keep moving. If we stand here, it's just going to get worse. Intravenous is right. We should do something. All right. Yeah. Um. We'll we'll stay with her, and I guess hope that she wakes up and isn't a skeleton. Um. You guys go and help the adults. I'm gonna turn and book it to the server place. Yeah, team running shot. Super heroic team running. Hamilton has kicked out his uh, skates from his shoes, kind of like Healy's, only they're rollerblades, and he's skating beside everybody. Superhero action shot. Can I say canonically that Livewire Naruto runs? No, he doesn't. That's dumb. Never mind. Can I ask Hamilton if he's doing okay while we're running? Do, do, do we have enough time to have a short conversation? <laughs> action shot, comfort and support. No, not. I Thank you. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I dragged you out here. It's okay. I trust you. We can. We got this. You know, with you leading us, I. I have no fear. Stacey just like, like it's. It's hard to tell because of the mask, but like even the bit of her face beneath her mask is turning red. <laughs> Thanks, Hammy. That uh, that means a lot to me. We'll 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 talk more when things aren't going crazy. I promise. Yeah. Okay. Roll to comfort or support. That's a seven. I, I mean, I would say Hamilton opened up, like, there was a bit of a conversation, as much of a conversation as you can have while running in the middle of an alien fight. <laughs> okay, so that means... On a hit, they hear you. They mark potential clearer condition or shift labels. I am uh, going to um, mark potential. All right, and eventually you guys arrive at... Insert name of tech company here. You see that there is a scattering of wreckage uh, around the building, and you see there are about 12 of those alien, silver alien humanoid figures that are currently patrolling the area. Did did you say 12? I got it. I'm going to fuck shit up. So I am going... I'm going to engage because, like, for real, I'm pissed. Like, I thought someone was dead. I thought that, like, there was, like, all this shit. I had to even contact 
the fucking god that's like trying to destroy me. I'm pissed. So I'm going to use Reality Storm because we're going to have to destroy the, the servers anyways. So let's just get this the fuck over with. Uh, you channel a destructive burst with your powers. Spend one burn to directly engage a threat using your powers, rolling plus freak instead of plus danger. If you do, you will cause unwanted collateral damage unless you spend another burn. I'm not going to spend a second burn because this place needs to be destroyed. Like, I don't know what the fuck they're doing here, but it needs to be destroyed. Oh my god. So I got a four. This would be like, shit, Cece forgot to tell you that the uh, the adults are in there. <laughs> well, I got a four. So I get potential. Yeah. Uh, and you were doing a reality storm. So, yeah. Here's what's going to happen. You create a massive ball of just darkness and flames, uh, almost like a like a spirit bomb style, and you hurl it at the building, and the building doesn't collapse, but you do manage to hit several bystanders who are like hiding next to the building, waiting for the uh, waiting for the aliens to pass, and like trying to escape. I need you to roll to take a powerful blow. Surprised Pikachu. I got another four. Well, that's good news. Tell me how you stand strong and weather the blow of injuring these innocent people. Which is also one of my uh, doom things. <laughs> I didn't know that they were there. So can I say that I weather it by by kind of just shutting down that part of me? And instead of like relying on my powers, I literally just like let I like I physically just charge the like what do you call them the robots if that's what you want to call them the the quote-unquote aliens and I'm just gonna like scream and just start crying and just charge at them so are you are you trying to attack them uh kinda all right before before I have you roll to directly engage what's everyone else doing where are we in relation to the uh, tech lab building? Like, how far away from it are we? Not far, like 40 feet. Okay, can I use uh, straight up creeping to try to scope the area out? Or are we too embroiled in everything to be able to take that time? No, I don't think that, I don't think that you, the action really hasn't started yet. So I think you've got the opportunity to... Roll for, roll for that. Okay, big oof. I got a five. All right. Are there any specific things on a miss for that? Or On a miss, you find yourself in over your head. The GM will tell you why this is a bad spot. Okay, so you're kind of, you're kind of scoping around the building, and you go down an alleyway and turn a corner, and you are greeted by two of the drone things that you saw when you first slept over the bay. And they are looking at you and charging their weapons. Is anybody with me or am I solo? Would anybody have followed Michael off to go ahead and scope the situation out? Yeah, somebody's got to babysit him. Rude. <laughs> yes. Because Cece's more focused on getting in than dealing with the things. And that seemed to be Michael's goal. Well, 
In that case, then I'm also with Cece. Okay, I think Livewire is just kind of stopping, uh, sort of freezing in shock when he sees him, and he's like, uh, help, please. Hamilton is, uh, like, seeing all this unfold. I love these people. I can't let this happen. And he yells out, Father, if you were there, he's, he's using his moment of truth. You embrace your home and call them for air. They will answer your call in force, arriving exactly when you need the tide. They fight and serve you for the rest of the battle. Of course, when all is said and done, they'd probably like to take you home with them. You did, after all, just prove yourself worthy. You cry out, and there, the, those of you who are present can see a portal that begins to materialize next to Hamilton and a very tall imposing figure steps through the portal followed followed by a group of powered individuals um there are uh there are 3 of them so it would equal out to 4 uh with um Jonathan being the head, but one is a uh, a woman that is completely covered in a very uh, a very flowy white dress, and she has uh, like electric blue hair that is flowing in the wind, even though there is not wind. And you see that her eyes are glowing a very bright purple as she is conjuring uh, different elements from her body. One is another one. He stands close to about eight feet tall, and it looks like his skin is actually plates of iron. And he is able to, whenever he steps out, he extends out his arms, and large, probably about three-foot-long blades erupt from those uh, iron scales of his. And he has a giant, uh, like, dragon maw, like a dragon head as a helmet. And the final one is... Another, uh, looks like uh, a woman roughly around the age of 17-ish. She looks really young, but she's only three feet tall. Uh, and she has a ball of glowing light in her hands as she follows through. And ahead of them stands a 12-foot-tall Jonathan Quinn dressed in a very regal, uh, purple robe with a black cloak flowing out with red spider-like silk along the cloak. Hey everybody, it's your GM Thomas here. Normally this would be the time where we inject a funny little ad supplied to us by one of our colleagues in the podcast industry. But I wanted to take this time to kind of give you a state of the cast address. It has been an insane two months for us. When we launched back in November, we had no idea the response we would get, and I am so overwhelmed. Thanks to all of you listeners, as of this recording, we are at 669 downloads. We also have 13 supporters on Patreon. Thank you all so much for your continued support. Currently, our only method of advertising is word of mouth. So don't forget to tell your friends about us. Now let's get back to the show.
He lo- he looks down at you and he says, "My son, are you prepared to return home?" Not yet. I Father, I do not feel that I have learned what I need to do what you want me to do. I I hate that I had to call upon you, but look at this. If I didn't call upon you, I could be dead. And you know what happened with Elise, my mother, and how I am here. Help me, Father, please. We need to save these people. He turns to his his guards and nods, and with the utmost quickness, uh, the the one uh, do, do these these figures all have names, right? Uh, I don't want to just say the elemental one, the metal one, and the light one. We'll call the elemental control lady Jenny, and then uh, the iron guy is. Um, Marcus and the small woman is snowy. Okay, so he so yeah, he nods to his guards and they take off. Jenny heads to the group that are currently being accosted by the two drones and immediately like almost, almost imitating uh, Livewire's abilities, but with superpowers just to just to get just to twist that knife a little bit for Michael. So doing exactly what Michael does, but better because of superpowers. Uh, two electric lashes uh, extend out of her hands, <laughs> and she just slashes right through the drones. And he watches the the hologram that is around the drones fades and they fall to the ground. The aliens are quickly dispatched by Marcus and Snowy. Their bodies fall to the ground, and you see now that the hologram projections around the, around the aliens fade, and they turn into very, like, Terminator-style exoskeletons. Uh, these are very clearly robots. Yes, you were right. You solved my clever alien puzzle. They are robots. Hamilton says, Father... We need to save this city. Go that way. I must go in here for for a mission. As the final robot falls, there is a projection that emits from its chest, and you see a figure that is shrouded in a cloak, so kind of just two pairs of eyes. And in the background behind them, you see a woman that is surrounded by green light, like almost lime-colored green light. And uh, the shrouded figure says, (laughs) Oh, it looks like you've solved my riddle. I'm so excited to see that you wanted to be part of the show. Come to the mothership for the final showdown. I don't think you know what a riddle is, bud. Fucking stage fright! Fucking stage fright! So can we just, just real quick, I, I have this in my head that there's like this scene of just like a complete 180 where it's like Quinn is charging these, these quote unquote aliens and she's like crying and then it's just like zip, 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 all of them are gone. She turns and sees like hulking hottie daddy and then she's like, oh, and then Hamilton is just like, you, go that way. And then she's like, no, wait. <laughs> Cece is just feeling real 
bad right now. Well, what are you waiting for? Don't dawdle, heroes. The show will be spectacular. All right, let's let's go. We've got our villain. Let's go kick his butt. I mean, what about the servers? Yeah, we came here for the servers. But like villain, alien invasion, that's like the thing we're supposed to do, right? We're also supposed to do this. But like servers don't servers don't move though. Like we can come back for those. I have an idea. So like these people just like came out of nowhere and maybe they can help with the servers. Uh Jonathan kind of steps forward and looks down at Quinn and says, What did you have in mind? <laughs> she uh, wants you all to explode the server basement, if that's okay, Hammy's dad, sir. You, you yeah. can call me Jonathan. I, I, I like Hammy's dad better, sir. So can you destroy the building, Johnny? I have a better idea. There's a story about a pillar of salt. And he snaps his fingers and the entire building turns into a giant pillar of salt. Uh, there were That's... people in there! Oh. He snaps his fingers and the building returns to its original state. Cece just is like looking at Jonathan, looks at Hamilton, back to Jonathan, and it's just... Hamilton will shrug. I can I I can show him the servers. I can just it'll be super quick. I can catch up. Uh, I have my my I can the flying cats. I'll catch up. Go. Michael turns and starts booking it with Sparky and Toe. Um, Hamilton's gonna follow B, but say Jenny, Marcus, Snowy, come follow me. Let's go. Uh, Marcus kind. Of- can I pierce Quinn's mask? Marcus kind of looks at you and says, Our place is with your father. Go and do your hero thing, Prince. Yes, sir. Well, fucking hell, I'll be his guard then. And Cece takes off after Hamilton. <laughs> uh, so, who is trying to pierce Quinn's mask? Charlie, because out of character, I know what's happening, but Charlie is just kind of looking at Quinn weird. Like, why don't you want to join us in this villain sure, fight? Go ahead and roll to pierce the mask. F- fuck no, that's a six. You are looking at Quinn, and you are you are very confused, and you start to feel like maybe Quinn is just bored with you guys, and she she saw this ultra powerful ultra powerful being and is like oh wow he's so much cooler and uh she wants to hang out with him so go ahead and mark a condition of your choice insecure thank you everybody but quinn is heading off toward the mothership right yes yeah indeed you all reach the reach the mothership there like the mothership is hovering just over a large, uh, or uh, just over one of the smaller buildings in the center of the city, you're able to get inside and climb up to the roof very easily. 
and when you reach the when you reach the roof there is a beam of light that kind of shoots down and begins to beam you all up into the mothership and when you get inside you realize that this is not a high-tech alien mothership at all obviously because this is a stage fright caper this is in fact like a very steampunky like blimp sort of and then on the outside of it there is a series of hard light projections that are creating the image of the uh, alien spacecraft. And you see seated in the center of the room at a piano, very Phantom of the Opera style, this shrouded figure who kind of bangs a discordant melody, melody on the piano and then turns and says, Ooh, I'm so, so happy that you were able to join me. Oh, this is going to be a grand illusion. Wouldn't you say, Lady Limelight? And uh, the green illuminated woman comes down a series of like hard light steps that she creates in front of herself. And she says, oh, yes, this is going to be very exciting, stage right. We should have a little fun with our guests first, though, before... The main event, don't you think? You know, Lady Limelight, that is exactly... Cece Smash! <laughs> I'm done listening to this guy monologue. These two don't fucking, I'm punching one of them. Okay, so you rush You rush forward to attack, directly engage? Yes. <laughs> that is a ten full hit! Hey, Cece's finally useful. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Okay. I, I think I think she was going for stage fright. Okay. Uh so you rush forward uh and you don't get any choices because as you rush forward you run into something solid that doesn't let you through to get to stage fright. And um there is a like very power very strong like plexiglass, like bulletproof glass sort of between you and stage fright. Uh, bitch, please. I have broken through so much plexiglass at this point in my life. I have these scars to show for it. I know, but he's planned for this. And he says, Did anyone ever tell you not to interrupt the villain while he's monologuing? (laughs) Do I seem like the type to give a shit? No, and that's why I built this especially for you. Now, where was I? Ah, yes. The opener. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, prepare for a show for the ages. We have our five heroes and we have our aliens. And you turn to see figures that come walking out of like a caged area in the same spot where you guys were. And they appear to be Jonathan, Marcus, Ginny, Snowy, and Quinn. Looks like they left the recording booth open. Time for Janitor Jimmy to become a star. Paradigm Academy is produced, edited, and GM'd by Thomas Fleming. He can be found on Twitter, at DorksideVO. CC is played by Caitlin Cornell. She can be found on Twitter, at SuperCaitlin1. 
Hamilton is played by DJ Giles. He can be found on Twitter, at DocDuder. Charlie is played by Vanessa Haas. She can be found on Twitter, at AlpacaMyBooks. Quinn is played by Weaver Randolph. She can be found on Twitter, at uh, underscore Apocalypse. Michael is played by Andy Stade. He can be found on Twitter, at AndyLion92. You can find us on Twitter at ParadigmPod1 or on Patreon at patreon.com slash papod. Our theme music is Superpower Cool Dude by Kevin McLeod. Masks a New Generation is a tabletop role-playing game created by Brendan Conway and distributed by Magpie Games. Music